Entrepreneur on Fire 811. As long as it's honest, ethical, moral, and legal, and you're not hurting anybody, do it. Just do it. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Abaxio Cybersecurity has packages for as little as $49 per month and is backed by a $1 million guarantee. Learn more at abaxio.com slash fire. That's A-B-A-X-I-O dot com slash fire. LegalZoom provides the support you need to form your business. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Dan Pena. Dan, are you prepared to ignite? I'm prepared to ignite. Yes. Dan went from the barrio of East LA to a Scottish castle. He is the founder of Quantum Leap Advantage, a methodology crafted over 20 years to produce more than $50 billion in equity and value. Dan's QLA mentees and devotees have created an unprecedented level of high performance that produced from seven to 11 figures in wealth creation across various industries across the world. Dan, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally, then expound upon the biz. Absolutely. Uh, I'd like to add to my intro, which is very nice of you, that uh, that QLA's 50 billion in equity is based on a methodology I personally use to take $820 and turn it into 450 million in eight years in a collapsing market. So then I use that same methodology step by step, and I've been coaching the last 21, almost 22 years to teach uh, my mentees and help my mentees uh, um, grow their dreams. What I do, um, John, is I get you to do what you don't want to do so you can have what you want to have. I think that's a great recipe for success, Dan, and I'm really excited to kind of break down your journey so we can see how you got to where you are. We can really kind of break down not just the successes and the epiphanies that you've had, which are plenty, but you know the failures and the struggles and the obstacles and challenges as well. So Dan, let's share with Fire Nation, our listeners, a success quote, a mantra that you live by. I was given some advice by one of my mentors many years ago, which I really uh, uh, discounted. And I didn't think too, uh, uh, it was too clever. Of course, he's, he's long gone now, and I wish I, he was around for me to say how clever he was. But he was a guy named Konstantin Gratzos, who was the right-hand man of Aristotle and Nassus for 60 years. And uh, he used a quote by Clausewitz, the famous Prussian general, to focus on the few, not the many. Most of your listeners, I would, I would, I would bet the gray hairs on my head, the ones I still have left, <laughs> that... Uh, they try to do too many things and they try to be t- uh, too, m- too much to too many people instead of focusing on, focus on the few and, and not the many. And that's the best, one of the two or three best bits of advice that I can give the kids is to stay focused. Um, and one of the, the questions that you, um, uh, you brought up in the, uh, the very professional outline you sent me was um, a story. And the story that I use is when Bill Gates was looking for a mentor 30, 35 years ago, uh, he picked Warren Buffett for a lot of obvious reasons because Warren at that time was the richest guy on the planet. And so his mother, Mrs. Gates, had a dinner. And who does she invite for the dinner party? She invites Warren Buffett. And guess what? He accepts. So he's at their house in Seattle. 
And uh, so uh, they're sitting around the table, and uh, Mrs. Gates said to an open-ended question to the table, not to anybody specifically at the table, what do you attribute your success to? Simultaneously, both Warren Buffett and Bill Gates said one word, focus. Wow. Focus. And you can Google that. I mean, it's, it's legend now. Uh, but um, it took me a while. I was a little older than you are now, but at the time I figured that out. And uh, if I had figured that out sooner, you know, uh, I, I pro- not probably, I would have been a lot more successful, although I've, I've had a lot of success. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. You've been pretty darn successful, Dan. And I love that word focus. And my listeners, I know, are kind of smiling right now because I can't help but share my favorite acronym of the word focus when people like yourself, Dan, bring it up. And that's follow one course until yeah. success. Focus. Uh, absolutely. Love that. Such a great story. Thanks for bringing that to life, Dan. And here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we love talking about failure. And Dan, I know you have a doozy of a failure, so take it away. In uh, 1981, uh, I started with a lease fax machine in a spare bedroom of my house and a dream. I didn't realize at the time that I was... uh, uh, going into a collapsing market because I was in the energy business. Of course, uh, a recent uh, crude oil prices remind me of when I was in the business with the collapsing market. And I had a dream, and I, uh, I, I went to um, the, uh, at that time, uh, I went to the U- uh, UK because they had just founded um, the North Sea at that time in the late 70s uh, and early 80s. And uh, I went and I tried to do a uh, roll-up, a consolidation of 13 different companies, and it failed. And so I learned a big lesson in life. I had to pay $500,000 in fees, which I didn't have $500,000. And so that's where I developed one of my uh, methodologies of success fees, meaning that you bring the accountants and the lawyers into the equation. You make them part of the solution instead of part of the problem. Since I did that in 1981, I've never had a lawyer or accounting firm ever kill one of my deals. Never. Because their part, they don't get paid if the deal gets killed. And, and, and you can do it today on all the continents. And it's one of the things that I think is the most overlooked from the kids that are out there trying to start a business. Uh, because they fail. They're afraid to use lawyers. They're afraid to use accountants. Uh, and because they're afraid, because they know they're going to owe them money, right? Well, if you make them part of your equation, in other words, you only get paid upon successful completion, you'll see, number one, how uh, uh, helpful they are, and number two, how they hold your hand a little more uh, steady during the tough times of an acquisition. Um, and so that's the basis of QLA. QLA is building a dream team, finding a mentor, and getting your professionals, accountants and lawyers, to be part of that extended family. Uh, and it's worked very, very well uh, for me, uh, for uh almost 50 years, and it's worked very, very well for my uh, mentees and devotees uh, across the, um, the, you know, the planet. So what I love about that, Dan, is that you've found a system that forces everybody that's on your team to have skin in the game. It is in Correct. everybody's best interest that Correct. the deal goes through. I mean, it's just brilliant. I mean, there's just so many reasons why deals fall apart. And frankly, a lot of those reasons are because a lot of the key players just don't care. I mean, why would they? They're just, they're not going to win or lose 
you know, depending on what happens. In fact, there's so many cases, and this is why so many people are frustrated with lawyers and that whole game, Dan, and you can correct me, you know, or add to this because you've had a ton more experience, but a lot of times these lawyers, they get paid so much more money when they drag things out and they extend things and they elongate things. Amen, brother. I mean, that's that, you're, you're telling them what the Lord knows on that. <laughs> uh, and, um, but when it's on a success fee basis, uh, they may uh, not get it done as quickly as you had hoped, but they're going to get it done right because right. they realize if they make a mistake or if they rush the job uh, or if they take too long and the other side steps away from the transaction, they're not going to get paid. And what I want to do now is shift because you've just shared with us a couple really great stories and you have so much more to give and we have so little time. So let's jump into your, what you would consider biggest aha moment, your epiphany. And I really want you to break it down for us, construct it back up for us. Take us through that journey, Dan. I tell the kids all the time, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You know, kids don't like hearing that though. (laughs) <laughs> because uh, if, uh, unless they were different than I uh, was, I mean, uh, when we're younger, when our friends aren't uh, going to win any Pulitzer Prizes, you know? Totally. Or Nobel Peace Prize. And so, uh, and we are the average of the five people we spend most of the time with. Jim Rohn. Okay, exactly. Absolutely. Now, the uh, I was in uh, Europe, uh, uh, and I was walking by the, the Hilton Hotel on Park Lane, and I saw a newspaper. You pick up the newspaper in the evening, and, you, and I went up to the, the Hilton uh, Sky Bar to have a, a drink. And I'm, I'm flipping through it. And, and uh, you still in European stock exchanges, you have to post your entire prospectus in a newspaper to, uh, for full disclosure. And so I'm flipping through the pages as I'm having a, a beer. And I, and, I, and I look down there, and it's, it's, a, it's a little energy company. And uh, it hit me all at once. I said, hell, I can do this. And so the next morning, I went to the uh, merchant bank. I went to the accounting firm. I went to the law firm. The same group, the same dream team that had put that deal together. And I said, what do I have to do to replicate this? And they gave me some benchmarks. And I said, okay, I'll be back in a few weeks with my deal. I got on a plane. I ran back to the United States. And I found assets that I acquired uh, took options on, etc. Uh, and I came back. This was in March, April of uh, uh, in, in, in August of that same year. Uh, I, I, I took my company public. Uh, and at that time, the, the, the second part of that aha experience, because I didn't have any money to buy these assets. So I had a, I took an option on many millions of dollars worth of assets and uh, assets. And it was the first time anybody had taken an option, an option to buy public on a stock exchange on, on the planet. Um, and so that was my aha experience, and it's really what made me. So Dan, looking back on this now, I mean, you opened up a newspaper, you saw an opportunity, you went to the people who had put that together. I mean, there's so many lessons to be learned from that. That's one thing that I'm always sharing with my audience when we're having these great guests like yourself share their life stories is, People like you, Dan, you go to people who are where you want to be or who have accomplished what you want to accomplish. And you say, listen, you've been there. You've done that. You have the experience. Show me the way to the money, the success, whatever it might be. I mean, that's such a huge takeaway. And Dan, for our listeners, for Fire Nation, what's the one takeaway that you really want them to implement in their lives from that aha moment that you had? Follow your dream. Doesn't matter as long as it's honest, ethical, moral, and legal. 
and you're not hurting anybody, do it. Just do it. And I use an expletive, you just effing do it. Uh, <laughs> and, and don't think about it. And if, if I, you know, I just, just go balls to the wall and just do it. Um, and, but you need to be passionate. You know, Tuesday's the same to me as Sunday. Thursday's the same to me as Saturday. I don't know what days of the week they are. And if you have a job that you're worried about, oh, God, it's a Friday. Thank God it's Friday so I don't have to work. You're in the wrong job. Or conversely, if you've got Monday, oh, God, blue Monday because I don't want to go to work, you got the wrong job. Uh, and uh, the reason I'm passionate after all these decades is because I continue to do things that I love. And right now, it's, it's currently the last 21 years, pulling kids across the uh, – the goal line, like in Forrest Gump, the movie, when he, you know, he was saving people even when they didn't want to be saved, like Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Well, that's, I have a sore back. I have an arthritic back from carrying tens of thousands of kids across the goal line. And a lot of them kicking and screaming because they don't want to go. I mean, there's just so much that I, I want to talk to Fire Nation about with this. I'm going to probably have to do a little uh, summation after we get done talking, Dan, because I just love this stuff. But, you know, one thing before we connected, I pulled up an an email, the first email correspondence that we ever had. And it just really blew me away. And I think it says a lot about you. So with your permission, can I read this email? Sure, I mean, absolutely. it's a powerful email. It says, John, nice to connect. I'm sailing through Iberia now and we'll get back to you ASAP reference a date. A quick look at the automated scheduling shows me it might be problematic because I do all my interviews in my studio, but I'm sure we can work it out. And as an aside, I did a total of eight years as an army officer. I graduated from infantry OCS at Fort Benning, Georgia in 1967. After six extremely tough months, it was my first high performance accomplishment of my young life as a 20 one-year-old. Of course, the rest is history, as they say. Funny, but those that attend my castle week-long extravaganza say I run it mentally like an army prison camp, but you can't argue with my results. Look forward to talking with you sooner than later. If I can give any more insights, don't hesitate to let me know. I mean, Fire Nation, this speaks volumes about the kind of person that Dan is, his history, what he's done, the sacrifices he's made you know, to our country. And you know, I just... I'm I'm so impressed, Dan, and I just want to keep going here because I know you have so much, and just like you've had a lot of struggles, just like you've had a lot of aha and epiphany moments, you've had a lot of proud moments too, but if you could just share your proudest entrepreneurial moment, what would that be? It's really an offshoot. I mean, turn, taking 800 bucks and turning it into 450 million is pretty unbelievable, even to me. Yeah. It's 55 million percent for those of you that like to do the sums, <laughs> but- Part of that is when I take $60,000 and I turned it into 65 million in a hundred days. That's 60K, $60,000 into 65 million in a hundred days. And that's pre-internet. And that, uh, that, that, you know, bricks and mortar. Uh, that to me is, uh, the, the most pound, uh, uh, buck for you, the pound or pound for the buck. And, uh, the, um, and, you know, I, I've been fortunate that I've had, you know, 20, 30, 40, uh, moments like that. Uh, and, uh, the, but I've had hundreds of failures, hundreds. This last, I'm just finishing up 2014 is probably one of my best years in the last 12 or 14 years. But this year I failed at 21 things. I failed at 21 things, but I hit, hit it for six or hit grand slams in three or four. So nobody asked me about the 21 that I, you know, struck out. They focus on the, you know, the ones that I knocked it over the, the, the fence. 
And I, the, the, the kids that it's very difficult for them to relate to that. I met with, uh, on this trip, I'm meeting 22 people, um, in the next three or four days. And I, I have an open calendar. You can, you can make an appointment with me. It doesn't cost anything. And it's my way of keeping my thumb on the pulse of what's going on. And the four or five people that I met with yesterday, um, the, uh, didn't believe or they couldn't believe that I had made 21 big screw ups in 2014. Uh, and I'm talking about the, the, these aren't because I, I, I put the wrong, uh, uh, Google ad. Right. I mean, these, these are monumental and some of which cost me big money. Um, but high performance people aren't, aren't, aren't afraid to take risk. You know, we're all afraid. It's what we do when we're afraid, you know, fear, uh, fear is false expectation appearing real. And one of the things and I'm sure you can relate to this. And I know that Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx says it a little more articulately, probably because he went to, I think, Yale. When he realized, when he got, came back from the Vietnam conflict, that making mistakes wasn't collateral damage in legs, bodies, etc., he says everything else was easy. And I, I have the same background, and I know you served, and I uh, thank you for your service. But, I mean, none of this stuff is going to kill us. None of these decisions. They may embarrass us. They may make us look dumb. Uh, but none of it's going to kill us. And the one thing about life, you can always make more money, but you can't get time back. So I like to cut my losses short and, and let my profits run, to use an old Wall Street adage. And uh, and most of the people that I meet with that don't have uh, um, the confidence and self-esteem is the basis of all high performers, self-esteem. I'm a high performance coach. I'm not a life coach. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not a, a, a motivational coach and I'm not a success coach. I'm a high performance coach. And, and even though money's not everything, uh, John, it's the only thing anybody keeps track of, you know, since the pyramids. And so what, what I teach people to do, as I said at the opening uh, uh, comment, I get you to do what you don't want to do so you can have what you want to have. I mean, Dan, that is just so well said, and it was quite eloquent. Don't sell yourself short there. Believe me, there is a lot of eloquence in there. And I'd love to take a second now and talk about this quantum leap advantage. I mean, what can you enlighten our listeners about when it comes to quantum leap advantage and what just has you fired up today, 2000, the end of 2014, as we begin 2015? When I started coaching 21 years ago, I looked in retrospect, how, how did I do all these things? And then I, I put together a map book, a map, a, a game plan. And I don't call them game plans. Mine are war plans. Right. Uh, war plans. And uh, the what I what I help kids do, and I call you all kids because I'm old enough to either be your father or grandfather, <laughs> uh, is that I, I teach you how to build value, equity, worth, whatever you want to call it, that would normally take a generation, which is 20 to 25 years, uh, and three to seven years. Uh, and legally, with no money. Because I started with no money. People say, Dan, uh, why do you always talk about no money? I said, because I didn't have any money. Simple. <laughs> if I'd had money, it'd be a different story. But I didn't have any money. My dad was a cop. My mom was a housewife. You know? And uh, so uh, that's what QLA is. And QLA is, is, is really emphasizes the fact that you don't need money. And the thing that I, I, I told all these kids from yesterday and the few meetings I've had today is that, you know, people always say, how do I get the money, Dan? Money's not the problem. The world is flush with cash, flush with cash. And it always has been. But how you approach the funders to get the cash 
That's the challenge. And that's why we use mentors, dream teams, etc. cetera, uh, getting uh, professionals, accountants, and lawyers to work on a success-free basis. That's how QLA differentiates uh, itself from everybody else. And now we've had unprecedented success for 21 and a half years. We've got success stories that, you know, boggle the mind. We got Mikey, the pizza boy that came to him with pizza dough under his, uh, his fingernails. He says, I want to be Steven Spielberg. And he's now making motion, major motion pictures in Hollywood. We've got Klaus Kleinfeld who came to me as a middle manager in the healthcare division of Siemens. He says, I want to be CEO of Siemens. Seven years later, he's appointed CEO of the 20th largest company in the world with 400,000 employees. And we've got Rick Scott, the sitting governor of Florida, who used to be my deal doer and lawyers. We've got just countless. And, and they don't all have to be hyper, you know, uh, well-educated. We've got guys that have no education that dropped out of school at 13 or 14. Uh, and so, you know, and there's a room for some old uh, army officers even. I yeah. mean, uh, we take them all. <laughs> well, this is what I want to make sure Fire Nation is getting across. I mean, this is an episode you're going to go back and listen to again. I have no doubt, Fire Nation. But success fees and unlimited expectations. You know, these are Correct. two things that you, Fire Nation, can just have a mind shift for. And it's going to change oh so much. And Dan... We're not done yet. We're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. One of the biggest struggles we come across as entrepreneurs is being able to find the personalized attention we need when it comes to making sure our family and our business are legally taken care of so that we can focus our attention on actually helping our business grow. Protecting your family starts with creating a will or living trust. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. And ensuring your business is taken care of starts with taking control of your financial affairs. LegalZoom can help you with both. Proven by the more than 10 years they've been helping millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you'd like more help, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states, but they're not a law firm. This month, you can save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Don't let another year pass you by before getting your life organized. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. Have you ever been faced with a data disaster in your business, a server malfunction, ransomware, or other natural disaster like a fire or flood threatening your data? What if there was a way to gain peace of mind, knowing that if you ever did find yourself in a situation like this, that someone had your back, that you didn't have to stress over how long it would take to get your site back up and running? Abaxio Cybersecurity offers instant recovery of your server from any situation. With Abaxio, you'll not only gain the ability to get your server back online instantly, either from your office location or their remote data center, you'll also be backed up by a $1 million guarantee from AIG and Lloyds of London. With monthly payment plans available starting at just $49 and credibility that comes with 15 years in the business, Abaxio has your back. Your website is your home base. Make sure it's protected with Abaxio cybersecurity. Learn more at abaxio.com slash fire. That's A-B-A-X-I-O dot com slash fire. Dan, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? When I got out of the military, uh, not dissimilar to some of the things I've read about you, I thought uh, the uh, the root of all uh, happiness was to go to Wall Street. Yeah. Uh, and so I went to Wall Street and I was uh, pretty darn successful. 
Uh, I tell people I still remember the first month I made $10,000. It was April, excuse me, October 1974. Wow. Now, that was a lot of money in 1974. A lot of money. Okay. And, uh, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. Uh, and so um, the, uh, I went to work for one of our corporate finance clients. Uh, and uh, the, the, the rest is history, more or less. Uh, I, I realized because I, I man, I'm always in a hurry. I, I manage at such a quick pace. The only way I was going to be happy was uh, managing my own, my own deal. Right. And so, and that's what I did, you know, and it, it wasn't, by, it wasn't by default or kind of by, it was kind of by default because I was moving so quickly that uh, I realized I had to run my own shop and I had to be beholden just to myself and nobody else. Dan, what's the best advice you've ever received? Okay. And I alluded to it earlier, uh, is, uh, focus on the few, not the many, uh, the kids try to do too many things. You know, there was a Harvard study, and I'm not just saying it because it was at Harvard 20 plus years ago that said, now these are intelligent people uh, uh, that c- can do maybe two to three things well at once. So let's just say we all got average intelligence. We're not 140 IQs or higher. So that means we can do one or two things at once. And uh, but and I, I look at all these companies, John, and the guy's got 15 subsidiaries. Yeah. And he's got this and he's got that. That's tough. The thing I like about your model is you're lean and mean. You, you, you're, you're not uh, you're not even a, um, as big as a squad. No, 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 no. Not a, not even a fire squad. Exactly. Fire team. Alpha. You're not. You're not you know, and I like that. <laughs> And uh, the uh, now the question is, can you stay there? How much longer? I don't know that. You know that. But but when I see it compared to all the other pod guys, I mean, uh, that have all these layers of bureaucracy. No wonder they're not making any money. Yeah, and it's really interesting to see. And as of late, there's been some pretty major defections of some of the top podcasts quote-unquote hosts from those layers of bureaucracy. And, you know, one of those major layers is NPR. You know, they're always begging for money on their podcast and asking right. for handouts. And one of the, their biggest name hosts, Alex Bloomberg, you know, who is making a paltry salary, I'm sure, for NPR for over two decades, by the way, hosting two of the most popular shows in all of, all of the podcast world, This American Life and Planet Money, just laughed. He said, you, you know, there's no way I'm staying here when I see people like John Lee Dumas, who two years ago launched a podcast, and just in the month of November, he made $307,000. And, you know, I, I don't make, you know, a quarter of that in a year. And so now he's going off and he's starting off his podcast and he's getting lean and mean with what he's doing. So great points, Dan. I love your energy. And share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Jim Ryan, the world holder for the mile, the, the greatest mile who never won a gold medal at the Olympics, he fell down in the 68 Mexico Olympics, told me many years ago, he says, Dan, uh, motivation gets you going, but habits keep you going. Good habits. I have exceptionally good habits. Uh, I force myself, uh, and that's why I look as good as I do, and my, my next birthday I'll be 70. Um, and so, I mean, I, I'm laser beam focused, and I have tremendous habits. And whether I'm sick or not sick, I, 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 you know, unless I'm in a coma or dead, I always tell, I always do what I tell people I'm going to do. It's that simple. I don't see that in the young kids. You were right on time today, Dan. You said you were going to be here. We chatted right at the top of the hour. And you're right. That's a trait and a 
commonality that I'm seeing across the board as well. You know, a lot of people ask me, John, like, what's one of the best traits you picked up by being an officer in the U.S. Army for eight years? And honestly, Dan, my response nine times out of 10 is, I do what I say I'm going to do. Yeah. I say what I'm going to do, and then I actually follow through and do that. Because in the Army, you don't get a, you don't get away with saying you're going to do something and then not doing it. I mean, that, you know, you're going to Fort Leavenworth if you do that too yeah. many times. Well, I, I, tell, I tell the kids and the companies that I, I, I work with, if we were at war, we'd all be dead. Ugh. You guys don't understand. They says, you know, uh, failure is not an option. And uh, the, uh, of course, they see these uh, SEAL movies and the stuff. Uh, they think that's all, uh, you know, uh, playing around. And it's not. And, and when, when I work with people, I mean, it's, it's, it's a war plan. We're, we're out to do as much good as we can in the shortest possible time frame. Dan, do you have an Internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our yeah. listeners? Uh, I thought about this. Uh, because it's so secondhand to me, I didn't even think of it when I first read your uh, outline. Google Analytics. Oh, yeah. It is tremendous resource. And uh, for a guy my age, I probably know more about Google Analytics than anybody else on the planet. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, because I, I mean, I got started with it, uh, you know. Uh, uh, sure. When it first got going. And uh, it's, it's a great thing to have, it, you know, uh, not just because of conversions and impressions and that kind of thing. But it tells you whether you're wasting your money. It tells you where the markets are. Um, it's just, it's a great resource. Something that I've been obsessed with with Google Analytics recently are the real-time stats. I can oh, go yeah. and see how many people are on my website real-time, what pages they're on, what yeah, buttons they're exactly. clicking. And to me, it just that just makes everything so real. You know, to see Correct. somebody in India, like reading my income reports, I'm like, that's pretty darn cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you have a lot of people reading those income reports. Yeah, absolutely. That's why we put them out there. And Dan, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Well, th- this sounds self-serving, but your first hundred million, which is my book, um, that where it's, it takes you step by step with no money, how to build a half a billion dollar uh, net worth uh, is, is, is without question. It's the second edition now, without question. But I mean, if you want to put it, put aside self-serving uh, comment <laughs> by me, my book by Jim Newman, my mentor, Release Your Breaks, is the greatest book. And he's the one that uh, coined the phrase uh, comfort zone. And it's all about how to get out of your comfort zone. And the analogy is real short. The uh, most of the kids listening on to this podcast don't never drove a car that you, you had to take the emergency brake off. Right, right. You know? They automatically take come off now. But when you did, and you're driving along, and it's bad for the universal, it's bad for the tires, it's bad for the brakes, it's bad for everything. Then you realize, hell, I've got the emergency brake on. So then you put the emergency brake off, and the car surges like time warp, and uh, you know. Uh, in the, that, um, whatever that program was, you know, warp speed and release your brakes, getting out of your comfort zone, uh, is a great book by Jim Newman. Uh, you can still get it. And he, he mentored me for 25 years. Um, uh, I, it used to be arguably I was his most successful mentee, but he, he changed my life. We are going to have both of these books on the show notes page. I mean, Dan, it's not self-serving when you know, without an inkling of a doubt, that your book, your voice, your message is going to impact the reader. So I love it. 
And I'm going to be reading both of these books, I can tell you, with a guarantee within 30 days. And when I say something, I follow through. Right. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like one of these for free at eofirebook.com. And Dan, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love this question. Thank you. Because this is the, what I tell everybody. I'm about to tell you, the reason why I have this answer so well down, Pat, is because I tell people this at least 500 times a year. Okay. And it's as following. The biggest overspenders on the planet are governments. $600 toilet seats, $50 ashtrays, et cetera, et cetera. I can go on and on and on. I would do just as I started when I, my first year in business, I didn't have $500. I had $820. So I had a few, couple hundred bucks extra. I got two $20 million contracts and one $10 million contract with the federal government selling them jet fuel, JP uh, one and two four and five to, uh, to the defense fuel center. They, the government contracts bid in October and in uh, April. They still do. I still tell my mentees, go find something you really love, something that you fired up about that the government ha- is, it has a bidding process on and bid on the contracts. I've, had, I've got kids that have gotten one, two, $300 million contracts from the federal government in the last 20 years. You, you can go through the bidding process. You don't need a consultant. You don't need anything. It's all online. And all you have to do is match up a, a, a shortage with a surplus. You go find somebody that's making rivets and you go to the federal contractor uh, or a federal contract that, that they need rivets or toilet seats or whatever it is. The challenge is, and the reason why most people don't do this is because it used to be hard to do business with the federal government because you had to fill out 5,000 sheets of paper. Well, you still have to fill out the 5,000 sheets of paper, but it's all online now. You bid online. You do everything online. It's, it's, I, I don't want to say it's a license to steal, but the federal government is a bureaucracy that can't manage your own backside. And it's absolutely legal. And, uh, the, uh, and, and that's what I do. And, I, I, you know, and I, I'd look at what the shortages are. And I'm not telling people to go back in the energy business, but at $60 oil, let me just give you a hint, Fire Nation audience. Our oil supply, which is basically shale-based now, and that's why we're supposedly self-sufficient, needs $80 oil to break even. 80 What's the price yesterday? 60 What does that tell you, John? Tells me there's a little bit of a gap there that needs to be filled. Absolutely. This is what I would do, and uh, this is what I tell my kids to do. And when they come to my seminar... Uh, not everybody goes looking for government contracts, but if they can't think of what to do, I send them to the government. And that means municipalities, counties, states, all across the board. And they all have bidding processes. Quantum leap advantage, Fire Nation. I hope you're seeing these doors and these windows and your eyes are being opened to what's just available out there. And, you know, this is Dan. He's been there. He's done that. And now he's teaching others to do the same. And Dan... Let's end today on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. 
Well, danpena.com uh, is my uh, major website. Uh, Ask the $50 billion man uh, is, uh, by the way, I give away, uh, I'm just about to announce this year's results. Uh, we had a contest the last six months where I give away a castle seminar and I give five uh, individuals that are in second place because we have five second place and we have one first place uh, an afternoon with me and I, I buy lunch anywhere in the country. Uh, the castle seminar, you got to get uh, get to the castle on your own. Uh, and I don't sell any product. I have nothing for sale. Uh, it's all free on my website or go to Torrent and get all my product. We supply Torrent with all our product that I used to sell. Uh, I, I don't make any money from that uh, because I want to bring as many of you like Forrest Gump did across the goal line as I can in the uh, years that I've got le- uh, left to mentor and coach. What a great analogy. I'm picturing Forrest Gump just carrying everybody over that, that line, Dan. You got it, my friend. And let's do a parting piece of guidance. My parting piece of guidance to the kids, and again, you're all kids to me, don't think about it, just do it. And don't be afraid to make mistakes because they'll come. If I had 21 mistakes last this year, and I'm as experienced as you're going to get, uh, but I keep swinging at the plate. And don't you can't hit it out of the park unless you swing. You can't hit it out of the park unless you swing. So just keep swinging, kids. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Dan and myself today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Dan in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Dan, thank you, my friend, for your service. Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.